Welcome to Unfolding Words, the weekly podcast dedicated to sharing biblical truth that offers life for your walk and life for your soul. I'm your host, Antracia Moorings. Thanks for joining me today. On this episode, we're going to be looking at that sweet and scary spot of surrendering to God. Stick around. So, I've decided to give up. But before you write me off at a quitter, let me explain. Lately, the prayer of my heart has been the same words that Mary, the mother of Jesus, prayed in Luke one thirty eight. Behold, I am the servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. In order for you and I to live according to God's word and truly be his servant, we're going to have to lay down our plans and visions and hand them over in exchange for his. So right now I'm reading through a chronological Bible plan. And I just finished the book of Genesis. And what struck me about Abraham, aside from his great faith, was his ability to surrender his life plans to God. The Lord called him out of his country, his land, his family, to a place that God would show him. Imagine all the plans and ideas about his life that Abraham had to lay down in order to follow and obey the Lord. Most of us don't even want to surrender our plans and visions for the day to God, much less our lives, because we already have everything mapped out. But I'm realizing that even the grandest plans that I've laid out for myself pale in comparison to what God has planned for me. So this year, I've been praying and asking the Lord, what are your plans for my life? I want to hear the Lord's heart for where he wants me to go instead of drawing up a vision based on my own heart's desires. I mean, I have prayers and goals and things I desire, but I want to lay them all down in exchange for God's great plan. And this is no easy feat. It's hard to surrender our lives to a plan that we don't even know the ending of. But that's what God is calling us to do when we say yes to him. And part of laying down our plans is to cease from striving. Psalms 46 and 10 says, cease striving and know that I am God. Surrendering and letting go of striving go hand in hand. So if you're in a season where you think you need to do more and be more, God is saying to you, let go, drop your hands and relax. Most of us want to argue that faith without works is dead. We have to do more. We have to be more. We have to show God that we have faith. We must give God something to work with so we can keep it moving. But The word says, blessed be the Lord who daily bears our burden, the God who is our salvation. It's Psalm 68 and 19. God is daily bearing your burden. Every single day you can hand over to him anything you're dealing with instead of being a bumbling, stumbling mess like I sometimes am. He didn't design for us to live our lives that way. We're to walk freely and faith with surrendered hands. I think about a time when I desired a job before my first son was born. 
I had applied for jobs left and right. I even applied for jobs that were well beneath my pay scale and outside of my experience. Even with all that, I could not, for the life of me, land a job. By the time my son was born, I just settled into being a stay-at-home mom. I wasn't stressed about it, and I wasn't working myself up over a job. In a sense, I had surrendered to his plan. So when my son turned two, a former boss called me out of the blue and said she had referred me for a job. But get this, the pay was well above what I had ever even thought to ask for. And the work was right up my alley was exactly what I had gone to school for and what I was qualified for. And it came at the perfect time. I taken my hands off the situation and let God put his hand on it. Only then was he able to do something with it. The blessing literally came knocking on my door because I had surrendered. Do you feel like maybe you're in a position where you feel like you need to surrender to take your hands completely off some things and release them into God's competent care? Sometimes instead of working and walking in faith, we simply need to wait in faith. And I understand how hard it is to surrender and to cease from striving. I grew up the oldest child. So taking responsibility was drilled into me. It just comes naturally. You step up, you watch over it, you you make it happen. But mixing that oldest child syndrome with faith is not always a good combination. Psalms 55 and 22 says, pile your troubles on God's shoulders. He'll carry your load. He'll help you out. He'll never let good people topple into ruin. So, Maybe today what you need to do is surrender and list out all your troubles that you need to pile on God's shoulders and then focus on stopping, stopping the striving and simply chilling out in God. I have a prayer that is in my prayer journal that sums up my heart about surrender. It comes from Betty Scott Stam. She was a young missionary who later moved to China with her husband. And in 1934, they were killed by communist forces and left behind a three-month-old daughter. Before they were killed, the communist soldiers forced John Stam to write a letter to the China Inland Mission headquarters outlining their ransom demand. He knew that their request would not be considered, but he still wrote the letter. And it displays a courage of faith and reveals that he was well aware of the likely outcome of his life. So before I I read her prayer, I want to read his letter. It says, Dear Brethren, my wife, baby, and myself are today in the hands of the communists. Their demand is $20,000 for our release. All our possessions and stores, funds or goods are in their hands. But we praise God. We have peace in our hearts and we had a meal tonight. God grants you wisdom in what you do and us fortitude, courage, and peace of heart. He is able and a wonderful friend in such a time. Things happened so quickly this morning that we're in the city just a few hours after the ever persistent rumors really became alarming so that we could not prepare to leave in time. We are just too late. The Lord bless you and guide you. And as for us, may God be glorified, whether by life or death. In him, John Stamm. And I'll include in the show notes a link where you can read more about them. But notice the surrender in his letter. Notice how his plan, he was willing to lay down even his life to surrender his plans to the Lord, 
such great faith. Now for Betty Scott Stam's prayer. She wrote, and this is what's in my journal, Lord, I give up all my own plans and purposes, all my own desires and hopes, and accept your will for my life. I give myself, my life, my all utterly to you to be yours forever. Fill me and seal me with your Holy Spirit. Use me as you want. Send me where you want. Work out your whole will in my life at any cost, now and forever. Surrender. Such a beautiful concept, but such a hard act to live out. So often I find myself praying to surrender with hands clutched tightly together. It's like I'm holding on to something while I'm praying for it. God says surrender. And I say I am. I'm praying. But how can we surrender when we're holding on so tightly onto what we want him to handle? It reminds me of my kids when they were toddlers. They asked for help, but then they reluctantly hand over the very thing they need help with, afraid that they may not get it back. And I would have to reassure them that I'm trying to help them as I pry it out of their little hands. I don't want what I think I should have. I want what God knows I should have. That's surrender. That's the sweet and scary spot of surrender. And daily, I'm learning and relearning how to let go. There's a sweetness of surrender. Trusting our situations to a God who is totally trustable. But there's also fear that it won't turn out like we planned. And I believe God understands that. He's so gracious and he, under, he works with us. Elizabeth Elliot, one of my favorite authors, said, if we hold tightly to anything given to us, unwilling to allow it to be used as the giver means it to be used, we stunt the growth of the soul. What God gives us is not necessarily ours, but only ours to offer back to him, ours to relinquish, ours to lose, ours to let go of. If we want to be our true selves, many deaths must go into reaching our maturity in Christ. Many letting goes. So today, maybe there's one thing you need to let go of that will lead to many more letting goes. But just take the first step and surrender in that first letting go. So maybe you need to pray today that you learn to leave everything in the hands of the one that was wounded for you. That's Jesus Christ. So won't you join me in giving up all your own plans and purposes in exchange for God's goodwill for your life? When speaking to a group of young people about God's will, Elizabeth Elliot said, God's will is always different from what, from what you expect, always bigger and ultimately, infinitely more glorious than your wildest imagining. So here's to giving up your plans and picking up the Lord's good plans. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope you join me for the next episode as we uncover more treasures in the Bible. May God's word be a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Unfolding Words podcast with your host and Tracy Mooring. Subscribe on iTunes or Google Play. 
See you in the next episode.